Welcome, everybody, to episode 10 of Pop Cannon. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. Wow, guys, 10 episodes. We finally made it to double digits here in the reboot. We've done a decade. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Reboot. (laughs) Well, we had a good run. I guess we could reboot it again. Start back at episode ground zero. (laughs) Considered a hard reboot. Uh, so what are we here to podcast and plug it back in? What are we here to talk about today? We are here to discuss the Punisher. Yes. The Dolph Lundgren film from 1988. (laughs) (laughs) Nay, nay. We are here. Netflix is the Punisher. Good. Featuring Johnny Bernthal. Season two. two, season two specifically. Specifically, yeah. Two. But also, touching these... upon elements of season one as the season did. Yes, I literally just finished the final episode of season two like half an hour ago, so I'm ready to go. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Andrew has been a bingeaholic. <laughs> yeah, I, I fit in 13 hours of television into two days. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was it was rough. That's called living the dream. Yeah. yeah. That's what we all do, Andrew. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the rest of the world. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, initial thoughts, guys. What? Uh, so, since Andrew saw it the Five most recent. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, what were your overall thoughts on the season itself? I really liked it. I, I had a great... <laughs> we're off to a great start. I had a great time. Uh a it, I didn't it didn't start where I expected it to right and kind of went off in a way that I didn't expect because the first one was so you know centered on military and what it means to be a soldier and all that and this one felt more like a story you would find in a comic book if you know what I mean yeah um but yeah I really liked it great action I, all the characters I feel like the acting was good I like that when it started everybody was worse off except for frank yeah Yeah. oh shit (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's that's a good point uh brian what about you Uh, i liked it a lot um i don't think it was as good as the first season um and we'll get obviously more into that um but yeah I, i i liked it a lot that's fair okay robert yeah, I agree with that. I very much enjoyed myself watching season two. Uh, I think season one was a bit more uh, tight, but but season two definitely had some some crazy moments and some awesome awesome action and some and some like what the fuck moments. Yes. So, oh god, yeah. <laughs> so definitely definitely enjoyed uh, watching it and couldn't wait to talk to you guys about it. Smash <laughs> that subscribe button. <laughs> Uh, yeah, overall, I have to agree with Brian where I, I think that season two isn't as strong as season one, but season two definitely had its fair share of moments and, uh, definitely up there with one of the best, uh, Netflix Marvel stuff. May they rest in peace. Well, we got one Uh, more. We got, we got, we got Jessica Jones to get to, but we'll, uh, let's, let's dissect the Punisher. Shall we? Good luck. He won't let anyone <laughs> hear him. <laughs> Unless you're a teenager and you have to pull a uh, a slug out of his ass. Oh. 
Oh, that was yeah, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> so let's let's discuss her for a little bit here, oh, Amy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I liked her. I mean, I I liked the acting, but the character, the way that she was written, was super annoying. So I think it was meant to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I just. I never, never before, I think, have I seen a character whose main purpose in a show is to make all of the wrong decisions constantly. Uh, yeah. Because she just, every, at every turn, she was like, how can I fuck this up worse for everyone? That has, uh, there have been characters like that in other shows. I think Lost had a couple characters like that. Yep. Um, you know, it, it does happen and it, get, it does get annoying. Yeah. She was immediately the most frustrating thing about the season for me. And it didn't necessarily stop until we were well into it. Uh, but even still, I just found her generally grating um, until the very end where I was like, oh, they had a nice moment. And then that was it. Uh, let's let's talk about that scene where he goes into the bathroom. Oh, my God. Oh. That was so Frank had just eaten a taquito. Uh, <laughs> and like one of the bad ones from 7-Eleven. Kills that bathroom. Or at least everyone <laughs> he, pun- he punishes that. <laughs> uh, just the fact that like he walks in, and then he takes his belt off and wraps it around his arm, like yeah. to deal with the knife. That was awesome. Uh, that, the, that that whole scene was choreographed so well. Yeah, that was a that was one of the best fight scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Feel like I love the really close quarters. Yeah, absolutely. When you have a fight, kind of fight scenes, they do. When you have a fight in really confined space. It's very it's very hard to pull off. And I also like that Frank was equal opportunity. If you were trying to kill him, he was going to try to kill you. It didn't matter what was between your legs. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag time's up. <laughs> For all of them, yes. <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing that we have learned from watching this show is do not ever bet against Frank Castle. Yeah. Yeah, he absolute beast and he put that guy's head through that sink oh <laughs> that friggin uh ceramic sink that guy just ate it it's like he said <laughs> he's not the guy who dies he's the guy who makes other people die yep yeah yep yeah that was like his modus operandi that's, that's the thesis for <laughs> the punisher i'm not the guy who dies <laughs> but like even when he walked her out onto like the dance floor into the main part of the bar and you see like all these people coming and then all of a sudden bullets start flying. It's just wild. Yeah, that was, and then that sequence on the dance floor, uh, where they're yeah. fighting oh, yeah. that shit insane. We got Ringo out there fucking also wrecking some people. Oh, yeah. That was the most effective bouncer in a television show. <laughs> Of all time, he took how many gunshots did he take? I think five or six. Five or six. After getting stabbed and choke slamming a guy into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, not quite fifty cent level, but pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. So yeah, that I mean that was a great fight to start the the violence. Yeah. Of the se- of the of the season off. Um, back to back to Amy. Um, I didn't necessarily have a problem with with her. Um, I kind of got that, you know, they're, they're portraying her. She's a teenager making teenager decisions. She's already been making dumb teenager decisions well before this season started. Um, what I actually didn't buy was the, the bond between her and Frank. 
Um, there was an episode later on where they really pushed you to see that she's a, you know, surrogate daughter of sorts, that he's looking out for her like that. Yeah, because she would have roughly been his daughter's age. Yeah, approximately. Yeah, like a couple years but we don't older. even necessarily know how old she is throughout. True. She says 16, yeah, I but I mean, that she's 16 because she told them that she was 16. But I don't think that it was ever confirmed because the police couldn't figure out that's fair who she really she, was. She had a lot of false uh, yeah. fake identities. So there's yeah. really no telling who or how old she was. But yes, but I don't I don't think that was the point. I feel like no, but that's one of my issues with the season as a whole is there's a lot of stuff that just goes completely unanswered and yeah. we just keep moving. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd rather keep moving on something rather than stopping and halting things just to over-explain shit. I just wanted an answer. <laughs> but, like, how, ultimately, how her, many, age, how many episodes, her age didn't matter, though. How, like, that's no, one of those things. It didn't matter, but how many episodes did it take for us to figure out what the fuck was actually going on <laughs> with her? Like, what was it? Episode 8, we finally were like, oh, pictures. We get it now. <laughs> like, it was serious. Like, Frank had murdered, I think... 45 people before he even knew what the hell he was into. Like, all right, kid, I killed half of Michigan. Like, that that's just one of the things right out of the gate that just, like, looking back at it bothered the shit out of me, was that he jumped right in. He didn't demand an answer from her, but he was keeping her safe. Like, why? Like, why would you even care? Because he's, that's that's what he does. He was trying to fight against who he, he was the whole time when he went out and he found the lady, Beth. And he was like, oh, I'm having a great morning out with Beth and, and her son. And then he realized, like, I mean, he realizes later on, too, that he's he's the Punisher. Yeah. I, you know, and then the, the Beth subplot was another one that was just like there and then gone. See, yeah, I kept expecting her to come back. I thought, yeah, I thought he would have wound up back there by the end. I, I thought she would have played like. We we spent two or three episodes with her, yeah, like two, and then and then it was just over, and that I was just kind of like, okay, but like that, you made me care, and now I can't care. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. the that's the way I felt about it. Like looking back, that was one of my main gripes was because we spent all this time getting to know this character and establishing a relationship with Frank and humanizing him more. And then she's threatened in the hotel or in the hospital room. Yeah, by Pilgrim. But that was it. Yeah. We haven't we haven't heard from her. And part of me wonders if there was something filmed at the end with her that they decided to cut, knowing that they weren't going to move on. Move on yeah, to it. That's possible. Maybe they wanted it just to be a tighter ending as opposed to leaving something open ended. So that's probably fair. It just that that was just one of the things that I was like, why did we spend two episodes here to never return? That bothered me. But I mean, though, like it's smaller gripes that are just coming to the surface thinking about it again. Mm -hmm. Finished watching it probably two or three weeks ago, however long it was. So like thinking about it in retrospect, I'm just like, well, that was annoying. Well, that was annoying. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things that was kind of really annoying for me was spending so much time in uh, the mental facility with uh, oh, Jigsaw. What Jigsaw? Yeah, Billy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I agree. Establishing a weird relationship with him and the doctor Dumont. Like I couldn't 
I couldn't care less about that. No, and the they really tried to put the doctor at the forefront, and then they they backdoored her into that whole convoluted mess with him and Madani, which was kind of annoying. Yeah, uh, and like you'd think Madani as a as a veteran of the police force and having been through what was she? She's in like fucking Homeland Security. Yeah. Stupid enough to fall into a trap where she gives somebody valuable information about somebody. Like how fucking stupid. In all fairness, she did get shot in the head. (laughs) (laughs) That's no excuse. So so Andrew's, Andrew's explanation for that is, well, she's fucking brain damaged. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like, like how about that? I'll buy that. I'll buy that. She's brain damaged. Because that explains a lot of her actions. But also the doctor, in her defense, she's a psychologist. So she knows how to push people in a certain direction or get information out of people. That's that's also fair. But then also, I, I, I don't... I, I'm sure that Madani would have undergone, like, anti-torture yeah. training at some point. Because like, Homeland is a different animal. Yeah, Homeland's a totally different... You're dealing with terrorism and all that kind of shit. That's why... That's where it... If they had put her just flat in the FBI or flat in the CIA or just and not, as a cop, or just as a cop I'm, I'll buy that she gives that information up. Saying specifically she's in Homeland makes it difficult for me to understand that. But that's it. Fair. I, I will say at least that that plot got paid off with Madani throwing her out the fucking window, which I stood up. Yeah. yeah. That, that was cool. Like, Thank you. I was thinking, all I was thinking was like, Oh, fucking Madani's gonna wreck this chick, and then it's like, oh wow, she's putting up a. Fu- oh, she's out the window. <laughs> yes, yeah, as soon as the psychologist they... is like a like adequate enough hand to hand combat fighter that she puts off a fucking homeland security officer, adrenaline man. <laughs> adrenaline. She's she's brain damaged. All right, right. A yeah. brain damaged homeland security <laughs> officer can't put out a fucking psychologist. I get it. Okay, <laughs> but like, so the way I look at that. Is they teased the window shit? Oh, it was early on. Oh my god! Oh, and then they kept they kept circling back to it. They made her way too much of a focal point of the season, in my opinion. Absolutely, definitely. Because in the end, she really didn't matter. Lincoln Park. (laughs) (laughs) And and also, let's talk about Jigsaw's scars on his face because they really weren't that bad. Um, Yeah, what the hell? So, so prior prior to watching the season, I had seen a headline where it was like, Jigsaw's scars suck, and I'm like, I'm like, oh crap! The way they give him nothing, so they didn't give him, they didn't give him nothing, but yeah, they definitely were not as pronounced as I was hoping they would be. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it kind of, dude, look at the comic. He's a he's a mess in the comic. And and someone I saw on Twitter put a side by side of his face. At the end of last season, after it's smashed up against the glass to now, and the scars do not match at all. Oh. So it's like, what are they doing with the continuity here? Well, and the, just within this season, the continuity of how deep and fresh those scars are changes dramatically scene to scene. Yeah, some of them they're bloody and and open, and others they're scarred over and healing. And it's he walked into a different room. <laughs> yeah, the continuity was all over the place with him. I'll say he had really good surgeons. Yeah, well, it was stated. <laughs> no, it was stated that he had multiple right. facial surgeries, yeah. reconstructions. So that that's that's their balm for that. Mm. Is, I will say you you go back to it's not a great movie, but Punisher Warzone, um, 
where they had Dominic West as Jigsaw, and his face is a fucking Jigsaw. I it think is, yeah. they nailed that. I'm I've never sure seen that. that. I'm pretty sure that the side-by-side Isn't... is of that. Oh, okay. I'm fairly certain that the Jigsaw and that side-by-side, Jordan, is yeah. Jigsaw from that film versus this one. That's because in the in the movie, isn't he like thrown into a glass yeah. recycling yeah. something or other? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great and it's brutal. But because in the comic, he oh, in the comic, he like he like bashes his face through a bulletproof glass, mm. and that's how he gets all mega fucked wow. up as opposed to just the mirror. So I guess you know, bulletproof glass and your face going through it would do a little more damage. Right. But, now, that said about his scars. The mask he wore is fucking creepy as hell. I didn't like that. That pulled me out. Why? Like, why is he wearing a mask in the hospital? And then he's walking out of the hospital in the mask. And it's like, no one thinks to be like, why? Like, why is he wearing a mask? Fair. Yeah, the mask was uh, silly. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say it that way, I guess. Like, the mask was silly. I, I, and like you said, Jordan, I don't understand why he was wearing it in the hospital. But I guess it was because he was still coming to terms with the fact that his face wasn't the same. I think is how they kind of explained it. But like she used it for therapy, like, oh, you need to paint this in a certain way and blah, blah, blah. And it just looks weird. The painting painting wasn't the reason for the mask. He had the mask on and then she suggested painting it, painting it. Yeah. Um, But I I think that it's implied that he has the mask on so he doesn't have to look at it um, Uh, so that it's not. It's not psychologically traumatizing for him to have to see how his face is, although not horribly scarred to us within the canon of the show, horrifically scarred. Well, because the whole big thing with his character is he was like, he was called the Butte, right? You know, right. like or, back like his he was he was like super super pretty boy, and, and, as, and then he's mangled. Some, as we've heard from some females that we know, uh, the the gentleman playing him is very handsome. Oh, my wife loves. Yes. She would have. She uh, the entire time we're watching that show, she's like, mm. Ben Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes, yeah. The entire time. But when I find when I finally saw a scar, that you first see it, and, and it's on the bus, right? Yeah. Is that the first time? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. Well, that's yeah. They're like, oh, what's he so upset about? <laughs> he, I mean, all things considered, he's doing pretty good face wise. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> well, I no. get I I get that it's more a mental thing for him, which yeah. that's that's fine. But that's another thing that I'm like. Ah, I don't know. It kind of pulls me out. They also, they it's not just his hair also being shorter, but they also, um, they made him look malnourished. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. he was definitely he skinny. Very, very big uh, physical change. He was uh, gaunt. Yeah. Yeah, he, he lost a lot of weight for the role. Yeah. So I, like, so all of that, uh, I guess, just goes to point out, like, everything that they did with Frank in the show, fantastic. Yes. The other stuff was very hit or miss. Yes. <laughs> but, and that's uh, yet another complaint, is that we spent a lot of time with all these other characters, and again, we didn't get a lot of Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accurate. I, after watching the first season, I wanted more Punisher. Yeah. You know? Like the first episode at the end, when he goes nuts on those three dudes, like, oh, cool, I'm watching the Punisher. Uh-huh. And then not a whole lot happened, and, you know, relatively and then we get to season two and i'm like okay some people and he does but it's like it's not the level you expect it to be Uh, i'm sorry i'm chomping out the bit andrew you're 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 queuing this up perfectly for me so 
the last shot of the series, uh, well, maybe of the series, but at least of the season, yeah, is what I wanted the whole the season entire fucking yeah. two seasons. Yeah, yeah, it was him in the totally black outfit, outfit with the crisp white skull, him holding two machine guns, blowing away murderous gangsters. I'm pretty sure that's a panel too. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it is. I, I have I I screenshotted that on my phone. Uh, I pulled it up on Netflix on my phone. Green cap. <laughs> him blowing both of those guns up and i finally i got one that has both nice both guns yeah, yeah both of them flashing off so it's a fantastic shot uh but nice. no i agree like wh- why i'd rather see him doing that than than being like playing detective and setting up schemes and, and babysitting like, yeah babysitting like i guess i don't know why it was hard for them to write him doing those things like why can't he just be an anti-hero who's murdering people who deserve to die like why can't he just do that rather than like i saved a teenager and laid low in a fucking condo in new york city for 15 hours like i don't need that (laughs) (laughs) and and he's what he's just walking around with all these bruises on his face and i'm like oh he's the most fucked up dude you've ever seen in your life (laughs) if he walked past you in new york with as crazy as new york city is you'd be like what the fuck happened to that guy yeah that guy had a rough night um you're 40 miles a rough road (laughs) hey buddy you okay now now just kind of diverting a little bit a side plot that i did enjoy was pilgrim i started i I started off hating pilgrim and not understanding why i needed this I agree. But by the end of it, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Pilgrim's the shit. <laughs> so, but yeah. his slow burn of going through everyone and following the breadcrumbs and just leaving bodies was really well done. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm part of me is kind of over the whole, like, I'm a religious man that's going to quote scripture and then kill you kind of thing. <laughs> Fair. But I, right there. Yep. that being said, I did grow to really like the character later on when he's like working over his old gang of the the white supremacists that he used mm-hmm. to run with. Oh dude, that was that was that oh. was reminiscent for me. That sequence for me was reminiscent of the first uh Kingsman movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with the with the church. Yeah. It was very reminiscent of that for me. And I really loved the way that they cut that scene by yeah. having him like pulling a tooth out of his head and then it Ugh. flashes back to show Reese what had yeah. happened. Oh. And oh, and when we say pulling a tooth out of his head, we mean pulling another man's teeth out of his forehead. <laughs> out of his skull. Out of yeah. his bone. And his head bone. Um, fucking unbelievable. I so I I thought I thought John Pilgrim, who in the comics he's the Mennonite. Uh, yeah. I thought he was a good villain. I did not like that entire subplot. And then, and I'll get into this later when we start getting into like, what, what are our problems with it? Um, uh, so this was a problem that I had also with season one, although I like season one more was, I don't know why the Punisher out of all the Netflix series has to be where we're going to put political storylines in. Um, because you guys know me, I'm, I'm no, I'm no Republican. I am no, con- I'm really not a conservative. I'm a le- uh, middle to left to center guy but i really felt uncomfortable in the first season where it felt like they were pushing an anti-alt-right thing with the veteran uh, the, the the younger veteran who started his little bombing thing and he was saying like everyone's soft and everyone's gonna take away our guns and stuff like that and yeah. then they went further with that this season with the 
the Christian industry, um, the family of the Schultzes. Yeah. Um, and it just, it didn't, it didn't hit at all for me. And I felt really uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. And that's coming from a guy who does not like the alt-right right. at all. And then, and then literal Nazi. Yeah. And <laughs> not, I, I, I was fine with that, with all them dying. Um, but like, I'm just saying, it just, I don't know. I kind of like those Nazis. <laughs> saying, I can relate to them on a human level. I just, <laughs> I just, I just felt like it was a, it was really heavy handed yeah. and, oh, yeah. and not necessary. Like, so, and that gets back to like what we were talking about earlier with the Punisher. I want the Punisher to be go around fucking killing criminals. Like, why does where why does this have to be in our Punisher story? I get I get that season one was you know even though he was introduced in 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 Daredevil season two that was kind of an origin they wanted to give him a, a proper origin season that's fine but this season should have just been him being the fucking Punisher yeah <sighs> it's the, well if we get a season plot, three the babysitting yeah. plot fucking killed it because that was that was the whole reason for all of it happening. Yeah, was they wanted to get the the this the the mega rich Republican Christian family wanted to get the photos of their gay son back, and 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 it just went from there. Honestly, it was all really cringy to me. Yeah, it just was super cringy. Although the good thing out of it was Pilgrim. Pilgrim, like a good villain, because just in the first couple episodes, I was like, I really want to punch this motherfucker in the face, um, mm-hmm. and that's and that means they've made a good villain. Yeah, um, and then. Dude, the last shootout between him and Castle in the hotel room, oh. making sweet keys uh. out of that fucking wall, and like, and I keep going like, Frank, just run through it. Frank, just run through it, and then he just fucking barrels right through. Like, yes, yeah, man. fucking Batman's himself through the wall. And then they like they switch rooms. Yeah, the, yeah. I was the like, room, that was cool. The room switch is my favorite thing of that sequence. Yeah, because what a brilliant like he, when Frank goes in that room, I'm like, that's the room he was in. Where is he? And he's yeah, in the other room. Like that's brilliant. That's Where he was getting a beach. I will that's say the that. bead room. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, the bead room. That's why he didn't want to be in there. And, and, and I will say this though: the one thing I don't like about Pilgrim is that he's getting a fucking blowjob, and he's quoting—is he quoting scripture? Like, no, no one's gonna do that. Sorry, you're getting a blowjob. You're gonna, like, yeah, um, <laughs> with God and oh, <laughs> like, and Jesus said, "Come, <laughs> get out." <laughs> Oh yeah, remember when Jesus said that? Gobble, gobble that cock, is that what he said? I think it was Matthew twenty four sixteen. But like the, the way, holy word, holy word of God, there. The way that Pilgrim's story kind of ended w- wasn't really satisfying to me. Oh no, dude, I loved it. I, I, actually, I loved it because I, I loved it. Yeah. because they they were they. The whole reason for Pilgrim being in the episode in the in the season was that he and Frank are two sides of a different of the same coin, and they were foiling one another. They both have a code, but it's on different sides of the spectrum. But it was so extreme for both of them that they met in the middle at the end of it. Like that was literally the point. Was that I knew Frank didn't kill him. I knew Frank didn't kill him. The one guy he didn't kill was the was the was the T one thousand Jesus version. <laughs> As soon as as soon as Pilgrim said about his kids, that's I was it. Like, oh, that's it. That was it. The, not going to take the, fa- take a father away from kids. They nope. That the once he once he had the pull of his sons, that was it. Because Frank wasn't going to do that. I absolutely that absolutely awesome knew that he was going to be alive. I and I off of that, I really enjoyed the end to the Republican family's 
now <laughs> now that part I love. But, uh, yeah. That that was very satisfying. It's just everything leading up to that. Yeah. Just, super 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 dark. Um and and just to point out the actress that was playing the the wife the mother mm -hmm. uh the vein that runs alongside <laughs> her eye fate, her... goes down to her jaw is the scariest thing <laughs> I'd ever seen. So blue. I thought I thought that it was a prosthetic. Me too. Literal blue bloods. <laughs> I thought it was a prosthetic. I thought she had a facial prosthetic on. That's how she's disturbing just... that vein was to me. Like when she's just screaming at Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah. We sitting paused... there like just. Ugh. We paused it, and I went ew. <laughs> and then we press play. <laughs> uh, yeah, but their end. Yeah, that was, was so well done. I love that he killed the wife first. Yeah, well, because she's well, about the, to stab Amy, yeah, and then it's just and, her and, fucking brains are everywhere, and then her blood is just pouring out onto the table, appro yeah. slowly approaching the it's husband. Closer. Yeah, yeah, that was. Awesome. I was gonna come in here with two guns, and I had to shoot your bitch wife. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, like, holy shit, Frank. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then he just drops the gun and tosses him a bullet, and he's like, "You either kill yourself." Or, <laughs> yeah, and then you, you live with the it. House and you hear the gunshot, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that was dark." Jesus didn't <sighs> like that. He didn't say anything about that. He hates that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that whole was that whole scene was so fitting. I would have preferred it had it been Pilgrim instead of Frank. However, I understand why we got Frank in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the only thing where I I said I wish Pilgrim got a better ending instead of just standing outside with his sons and like putting them in the car. Uh, well, I don't think that within the universe, I don't think that Pilgrim's sons would have reacted to Frank in a way that was like a savior situation. Yeah. So Frank said, "Go get your kids. Yeah, I got this." Yeah. Okay. Now that, that you put it that way, that I makes more it. sense. Yeah, that's how I took it. Was that Frank was like, "Go get your kids. I got this shit." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But so so. We've kind of fast forwarded. What was? Do you have a favorite episode of this season? Um, I don't. I. That's tough. I have because a, a lot of episodes I had scenes that I just really really liked. Right. You know what I mean? It's just tough to. Maybe the last one, or the, or the even the one before episode twelve, I liked a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, the last four episodes were great. Yeah, definitely. The very somehow they were able to do the reverse of what Netflix usually does. Yeah, where the yeah. beginning is super strong and the end is kind of weak, and we fall off to the end. Daredevil <coughs> season three kind of corrected that. No, yeah, yeah, Daredevil season three definitely did. And if you haven't heard that episode, it's available now. Um, <laughs> I also really like that episode nine was called Fluster Cluck. <laughs> yes. I, I liked I liked that it was called Fluster Cluck until they said Fluster Cluck. Yeah. <laughs> where I was like, ah, never mind. <laughs> no 16-year-old no kid is gonna clean up her language like that. Sorry. <laughs> Especially one who's who's like in the criminal underworld. Right, right. Um, I mean, up to that point she was running, and I think we had just found out why. Yes. Sees episode nine. Um, we figured it out. My favorite episode was, I think, right in the middle. Um, it was the episode where uh, 
where Russo and his gang hit up that um that oh. money, that money cashing place. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, and then one Frank, bad day. And then Frank finally makes himself uh he reveals himself to Billy. Billy you should stay in that hole. Um, oh my god, dude, that episode was insane. The just the the firefight in the street. Yeah. And everything that went with it, like, and then that was with the the ambulance going off the 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 highway. That, that, that was the next. That was the last. That was the last episode, oh, right? That or was second to last. Second to last, but, I like, believe. Oh, so all of that. Oh my God! And with the with the what did he have? Like a minigun? No, he had a yeah. very high powered um, carbine, automatic carbine with a huge, two huge drum clips. He had like seven of them in his yeah. fucking jacket. <laughs> It was a sweet jacket. It looked like you could hold a lot of a lot of those bullets in that jacket. That's yeah. why you bought the jacket. Look at all these pockets. <laughs> so I think my my favorite episode was the scene where Frank actually tries to take down Billy and his crew, and he goes in uh, and typing. absolutely gets his ass handed to him, and they're beating him with the crowbar. In the chest and everything, and then they he, hit him with the rock salt. The 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 fucking lights are flashing to disorient him. I thought that was awesome. Oh, that, that was whole... right before. That was right before we took a whole episode detour into who killed these girls. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But before it, great. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. That and was then, awesome. And and he's just laying there, and then he kills everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the dark hearts of men. <laughs> That's what that episode was called. My so my favorite episode of the season was episode three, when they uh, hunkered yeah. down at the police station uh, from Pilgrim and his righteous followers. That okay. I loved how tight that episode was. So it, there's a episode of Supernatural that's very similar to that. Well, there's a, there's an episode of every action based TV where they're they're all holed up in a police station. Um, it's yeah. it's a trope, you know. But I think just the effectiveness of like nobody trusts anybody, nobody wants to do what they're there for, and like Frank kind of is just like, "Listen, I'm telling you, you're not ready for this. You're not ready for this." And the one guy's like, "I'm ready for this," and he gets like, "I'm not ready for this." (laughs) He like runs out to the car and it it fucking drives into the car in front of it. That scene was so effective that when he gets in the car and you just hear the shot and it, it just slowly rolls forward. Yeah. Yeah. That that to me kicked the whole thing off. I was like, oh. Yeah, that was wow, I, that looked like some real shit. And then the, the, the firefight in the back of the place and and they got they got the one chick that was held up there with Frank out. Like I, I just I loved everything about that episode. It was super, super effective to me. Trouble the water. Thank you, Andrew. Um You're welcome. So I, I'd like to go from you know what was our favorite episodes to what it, what what is your biggest problem? Oh, and um, I'll <laughs> I'll start that. So um, my biggest problem with this season was, um, I, I guess maybe the writing, but I, as much as the, as much as I liked so much of it, I just I didn't like how many plots and subplots there were, and that was a, that was a problem with the first season as well. Uh, as good as the first season was. It was just so much. Um, we had, we had, you know, the, the the Christian industry plot. We had, you know, we had Madani and Russo. We had Russo and Doctor. I can't remember her name. Doctor Christie, something. I don't know, but Dumont, Doctor Middle Eastern Lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> had, uh, you know, we had we had Frank. Um, we had the weird Madani and uh, detective. 
what's his name? Mahone. Mahone. Mahoney. Mahoney. Yeah. But th- there was, there was, there was, there were so many plots. Um, and I, and I get that. I get that after the, after the first season, you have Frank out of New York. Um, I, I wouldn't prefer that. I would have preferred like he just stuck around New York, not doing Punisher things and then being drawn back into that life in New York instead of being in Michigan. And then three episodes later, Madani going like, Hey, we, uh, remember, remember when I said no, now it's yes. Yeah. We we need you in New York. So come on, come on back to New York. But at least that explains why Karen didn't call him in season three of the Punisher or Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Took the words out of that. That does explain where he was, why, why he wasn't there. Um, cause he obviously, absolutely would have. Um, but I just, I, I don't, th- I felt like, uh, unlike where so many other seasons of other Netflix shows where the first three or four episodes were some of the best episodes of the seasons. I actually did not like the beginning of this season. Um, I just did not like that whole storyline. And then once he's back in New York, I'm like, okay, this feels more like a Punisher. You know, he goes into that. He goes into that um, Russian gym. Oh, that was awesome. No, I was waiting weight. for us to talk about that. He takes a five-pound weight and turns a guy's face into fucking ground, uh, uh, raw ground beef. Oh, my And God. you saw the dude's cauliflower. He was a fighter, too. You saw his ears. Yeah. And then Frank just crushes him. <laughs> crushes him. Dude, that fucking sequence was brutal. And he fights Zangi from Street Fighter at one point. I thought they were all going to die. I didn't think anyone was leaving alive. I think they're all gonna die, and I love that it was Turk that brought it back into it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he was part. he was like, "I hope I never see you again." And Frank's like, "Yeah, fuck you too." <laughs> I'm just glad. I, like, I was like, "Wow, this is really gonna be the end of this is gonna be the end of Turk." I hope. Oh no, he's still he's still alive. So he fucking, I was happy about that. Turkeyed his way out of it again. Hey, maybe yeah. we'll get maybe we'll get a Turk spinoff. Where <laughs> it's just him getting the shit kicked out of him by Daredevil and Punisher over and over again. It, yeah, the Turk spinoff is him just going, "Man, I don't want to do this shit." <laughs> but, all right, he's over on West 39th Street. Knowing knowing how Netflix works, they'll do a Turk trailer and then immediately cancel it. <laughs> oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> uh. Let's talk about when Karen shows up at the hospital and they have to pull Frank out of there because of the uh, the bounty the bounty on his head. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was very happy to see Karen Page. I'm always happy to see Karen Page. I like Karen Page. She should be in more things every day. Okay. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. When they when Karen went down to like the morgue with Madani and. Yeah, had to give up her shoes because I saw her walking earlier spot. in that episode before they paid that off, and I was like, "Where are her shoes?" Yeah, yeah. Like, ew, she's walking in a hospital. Yeah, with shoes on. That's a great way to get sepsis. I, <laughs> I wanted to fucking throw up. That's how I got gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Foot gonorrhea. I think that's called gout or ringworm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that. Having having Frank put on the police uniform and walking him out of there, I thought was really interesting. And then uh, Mahoney catching them and then handcuffing him. Fucking yeah. Mahoney. Fucking poor Mahoney just can't catch a break. And he's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. We're doing it my way. And then he goes over a fucking bridge. <laughs> if only, oh. if, like, the, the only reason nothing goes well for Mahoney is that because he is the. He has the, the greatest morals of any police officer, but also the most leniency of any police officer. <laughs> like if he's, he's very, he's, 
if he's ever he's wondering very... why shit doesn't go his way, he only has himself to blame. <laughs> <laughs> he's very by the book until he's not by the book. Yeah, until one of them is like, we're friends, right? And he's like, yeah, so. <laughs> we're cool. friends? We're really? Cool. Yeah, he's like oh so God. desperate for friends that he's like, sure, do whatever you want. <laughs> Fuck the rules. <laughs> I really like that how how that whole the hospital thing ended with him with Frank in the uniform and going to the ambulance and that was a, a great car chase sequence. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the getting to there like the, I, I just I, that, that that was a little bit that was a dip for me in in the in the season that he's he's laid up in the hospital and bed and we have to figure out that he didn't which we obviously knew he didn't we we know he didn't kill those women but you know Oh, I didn't think about I that didn't, at first. I didn't, yeah, I, I thought didn't, he did. You know. I was just like, "Oh, that's interesting." The way they... I thought that was just one of those things, like he's going to have to live with it. Oh no, dude! I t- I hundred percent agree with you. I definitely didn't think he killed those when, women. When he, walked... I said, I said to Amanda immediately, I was like, "Oh, they were already dead." When he walked in, the the way they were placed, like it, there was, I, I think, <laughs> like I don't know if they worked with a forensic. Uh, yeah, you know, it would have taken or... two seconds for a forensic guy to go, "Oh, the entry wounds aren't like that. They didn't come from below." That would have been that was an open and shut. Like, oh, we could exclude anyone from the floor level would have killed them. It, so it it didn't look to me like they like he had killed them. Uh, but I know what they were going for. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But yeah, I, I thought that was a little that was a little bit. I get that it's the thirteen episode thing. They yeah, got it, they, they got were it. trying yeah. to they were trying to give now Frank's the monster that he said Billy was and all this other shit. Um, but I'm I'm glad they didn't linger too long on that. I'm glad yeah. they kind of wrapped that up within an, one episode. Yeah, because if, if I definitely felt like, oh, we're going to do this for the next two, huh? Me too. And yeah. I was like dreading the fact that they were going to, now we're going to bring a crime scene investigator and he's just going to have a hard on for the punter. Like, I definitely thought that's where we were going. <laughs> uh, he did it. Absolutely. Uh, he killed- and I was, I was thinking that. Yeah, I thought they were definitely I, going there. I was thinking that like Frank was going to be like, well, I'll never kill again. Like, <laughs> that's going to be his thing now. Because, I'm gonna kill more people well, now. This way to cancel the show is to yeah. have him go. I'll never kill again, but what I'm gonna do is create a symbol, a <laughs> symbol that inspires fear. <laughs> I'm no longer the Punisher. I'm the pa- and- <laughs> Vin Diesel is the pacifist. And it's just a giant white peace symbol. <laughs> a pacifier. It's a literal pacifier. The giant white spray painted pacifier. <laughs> and he's always getting into gang situations and going, guys, we can work this out. <laughs> the negotiator. <laughs> I was telling uh, I was telling somebody uh, at your at your party, Jordan. I don't remember who exactly I was talking to. Um, but they were talking about Punisher season two, and I was like, So has anybody noticed that John Bernthal in all of his roles wherein he has to play somebody who's doing something mega emotional because he's always in those type of roles. Uh, he, he, the person's talking to him and saying very important things that he doesn't want to hear. And he look, he's looking away and he's listening to it. And he does this thing where he moves his head back and forth from left to right as almost yeah. as, as, as if to almost climb a ladder in his head <laughs> to find the words. And then he says something. Oh my god! That's fucking. That's the fuck. <laughs> that is great. Because I noticed him do it in this season, especially when he was in the hospital bed when he was talking to Karen. Yeah. But he definitely did it in Walking Dead when he didn't want to hear what uh, whatever the wife's Rick? name was. Yeah. yeah. Lori. 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 Was talking to Lori. He definitely did it in that show. So I think it's something. I'm pretty sure he's done that Rick in Baby Driver too. Also, he did the same thing. He looks away and he's like Rick. 
and he does the, the head. Yeah, you do bob, bob my head, Rick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's done that in Baby Driver as well. Yep. Yep, he did it in Baby Driver. So like I think it's something that he learned early on is super effective for him. But having seen it back to back to back to back, because I had just recently watched Baby Driver and and I remember him from Walking Dead, obviously, and then having watched this season and and season one of Punisher, where I'm sure he did it at least five times. Uh, <laughs> now, now I'm never going to be sort of like, maybe he's not so method. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's a one trick pony here. <laughs> uh, one thing, one of his decisions that I did enjoy is that whenever he gets physical in a scene and he's got to amp himself up, he growls. Yeah. He's like, yeah. and it's like, Russo. It it works. Yeah, no, and it it makes me believe that he's psyching himself up mm -hmm. to do something horrible. Yeah, and I and I'm not saying that the thing that he does where he looks away and walks up the ladder in his brain, I'm not saying that that's <laughs> not good or bad or not effective. It is super effective every time. I've just seen it in such proximity to one another in different roles that I was like, holy shit, it's a thing that he just does. Honestly, as soon as you said that he does this thing, I'm thinking in my head, oh shit, that's what he does. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's, <laughs> I noticed it too. Look, he's, he's a, he's great. He's super method. Like my favorite thing was when they, when he was doing press tour for season one, he went on Jimmy Kimmel and basically admitted like, I'm not around my kids or my wife when I'm filming this show. Wow. He 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 got an apartment across from the Brooklyn Bridge, so not in Manhattan, across the Brooklyn Bridge in Brooklyn. He got a small apartment where he isolated himself for the entirety of filming season one, wow. because that's Frank Castle. He doesn't have his wife, he doesn't have his kids, and he wanted to get into the mind frame of that person. And, and that's that's super like that's really admirable. I hope these actors like they take it easy though because that's how Heath Ledger died so. <laughs> well right yeah. but, he's, but that was the thing too in that same interview with Jimmy Kimmel like uh, he's super funny and super amicable and super just he's definitely not Frank Castle as a person right. yeah but he has in order yeah. to be that uh, operative word evil because yeah. Frank's not necessarily evil but he's kind of an evil he's like a he's like a lawful evil or maybe even yeah. a chaotic evil maybe know. a chaotic evil I think no. I think Netflix. He's lawful evil. I, I feel like Netflix dulled down the Punisher. Yeah, a little bit. I, and they're they're trying to make him more hero than anti-hero. Oh, remember when? Uh, remember when he randomly murdered a guy that helps people film child porn? <laughs> that was awesome. No, he didn't. He didn't murder. He didn't him. murder him. Well, right. All right. 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 But he like, should have. But he didn't. But like, what a Frank would have killed that guy. <laughs> Yeah, no um, hesitation. In 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 season two of Daredevil, he goes to that pawn shop, and it's heavily implied that he murdered the the owner for having child porn. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But the but the teenage girl who played herself up like a teenager, which was really fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that coming, <laughs> and and then when I realized what was happening, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. okay. They couldn't just go to fucking Rite Aid <laughs> and get pictures developed. <laughs> but this way, you get to see Frank beat up a pedophile <laughs> and then not kill him. I like, also, I also got to think he should have. I also got to think it would be pretty easy to make any bathroom into a dark room. 
You just get a red light bulb and you get the fucking chemicals. And that's it. Yeah, but we got a we got a series we got to make here, you know. Frank's like, I can't be taking this time to acquire chemicals. <laughs> I mean the nearest child pornography. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. They, like what they what they did what they cut out was like the 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 24 hours that girl spent on the internet like trolling message boards on the dark web asking for CP. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. She's like, anyone anyone up for some cheese pizza? <laughs> uh, so what did we think of uh, Russo's storyline and how it came to an end? So so I that that's what I was really hoping that this season was gonna be all jigsaw. Yeah. That's that's where I was like, I didn't I'm, I really wish they hadn't done that whole Christian yeah. uh, Christian industry thing that I I really thought that they could have done the entire season of Jigsaw and written that out well um i i when when it got going when he's got his gang and they're they're doing crime uh i i thought that it was moving really well i have a little bit of a nitpick that when they showed them starting to um go into like drug houses yeah they relied a little bit too much on the digital blood yeah they they didn't yeah do practical blood splatter i don't know why maybe they just ran ran out of money for that i don't know that was a fucking afterthought. Yeah. Um, but once they start going, like, that's where the season really started to pick up for me. Um, and then, of course, it culminates with, you know, Frank and Curtis attacking their, their stronghold, um, Valhalla. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, really? Yeah, you fucking edgelords. Jesus. <laughs> the way it ended, um, I didn't really like it. Um, I mean, I like that he took two in the chest from Frank, but uh, two bullets. Um <laughs> But pearl necklace from Frank. But basically, <laughs> but basically that it ended. But basically that it ended that he and Madani were fighting and having a shootout, and then he's just trying to survive and going to a, a seedy doctor, criminal doctor. And Dude, then, how weird was that? And then get <laughs> by said doctor, and then he gets dumped in a dumpster. A dumpster, which I thought was kind of funny, but all of his money is gone. So wait, so wait, hold on, hold on. Did the doctor remove the bullets? Or no, I don't think he got he one. He got out. one out, right? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. He, he got one up, but he didn't get all of them before out. he passed out. He got the yeah. So the, yeah. So then we're led to believe that the doctor stole his money, dumped him in a trash can, and just left the bullets in him. And was like, "Fuck this!" Right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they're trying. Yeah, to because give because the doctor was already not a reputable person. Of course. So why why would he uh, adhere to the Hippocratic oath? <laughs> he would just take money and go. No, no, no. I just I just thought like how. If he was in such excruciating pain and then he blacked out, why did he then like wake up and continue forward? <laughs> like I thought he was just gonna die in that fucking sheer force of will. Yeah. He did die also, thinking that his girlfriend was yeah, dead. Also plot. The script required him to be at Curtis's. Oh man. Uh, if place. they if they had two more episodes, we would have seen Jigsaw hitch a ride to Tijuana, <laughs> get those bullets removed, and go all the way back to New York to then finally fight Frank one on one. But like, <laughs> it it made sense to me because the doctor was clearly not interested in saving him. No, from the get go, and no, I, so the doctor I, was like, "Well, I guess he's just gonna die in this dumpster. Whatever, that's not my problem." But and, like, I just, I just, I just found it odd that like he woke up and he wasn't fixed, but he was still like good enough to keep going. Like that bothered me. 
was uh i mean but for anyone else was that also because for me that was a disappointing end to jigsaw it was a shocking end Hmm. i thought i did not see that coming at all i thought frank would sit down next to him Mm -hmm. and they'd have like a moment but then frank just kind of like Shot him in the chest, <laughs> and I, then again. Dude, I very that's that. I very much liked, that was the Punisher. I very much liked the anti-climax of it. I did too, on purpose. Yes, I, I very much because liked that the that it wasn't like it wasn't Last Jedi subversion, but they went for a, a subverted ending where Billy's gonna. He started to try to talk again. He started to try to be like Frank. It's you and me, and Frank is like, "All right, no, 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 shut the fuck." Up. Yeah. Well, he said he was like, "Whatever I did, I'm really bah, sorry." Bah, bah. And then pop, pop. Fuck out of here. Shut the fuck. Up. But you know, to me, that felt like the most Punisher moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they they had spent a lot of the season was spent Curtis, Amy, Madani, and Frank talking about how Russo couldn't be saved. Maybe not Amy, but Madani, Curtis, and and uh, and Frank talking about how really he just had to be put down. Yeah. Yeah. So Frank put him down. <laughs> he literally put him yeah. down. <laughs> I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love like it was such a it was a big moment for me that Billy was expecting Curtis to walk through the door and it was Frank instead. Yeah, that was for me so worth it. But so the the fight sequence between Pilgrim and Frank. Uh, I don't know if it's the, is it the last episode? Yes. Yeah. Were they in yeah. the rain in that in that lot where yes. that? fucking trailer was yeah holy shit with the chain oh, oh. The, 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 the the fire um <laughs> what the hell's the thing called the fire extinguisher, extinguisher? yeah the, the fire oh yeah Dude. that looked they were like an air canister oh my god yeah. that was so fucking brutal i just like that he he like scrambles over and he gets pilgrim's gun and he goes to shoot him and he's just like ah shit i mean because it's empty yeah. he just takes a fucking shovel to the yeah. base <laughs> The, they they beat the holy hell out of each other. No pun. And they were already both so beat up to begin yeah. with. That it was incredible. That was so incredible. Yeah. The, the fighting and the action was, you know, as we've come to expect from all these Netflix shows, other than Iron Fist season one, um, <laughs> you was uh, was really good. Yeah. It's like I'm glad that. Uh, the seriousness of the fighting from Daredevil season one has carried through to this, other than Iron Fist season one. Absolutely. Yeah, but we don't talk about Iron Fist season one. <laughs> and we never have to again. Nope. Rip. Um. So last last thoughts on the season as a whole. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What's going on? So I, I again, I, I did like it. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Um, I might eventually go back and watch it again after watching season one again. Um, you know, especially even just to get to that last, that last shot where he's the punisher. Um, but you know, it, it, there were things that were disappointing. Like I really wish there had been a nice big confrontation, a, lot, a nice big finale confrontation between Frank and, uh, and, and Jigsaw. Um, but you know, I, Considering it's probably going to get canceled, you know, I guess I'll, I'll say it was worth it. It was worth worth, worth watching. Yeah, because we're not going to get any more. So, is it possible yeah. that Netflix puts together another season of it? Well, I'm looking at headlines right here from just three days ago that Punisher season two viewership way down. 
Uh, well, because really, yeah. but you because have to imagine probably, like everybody thinks it's going to get canceled. They don't want to watch it now. Netflix yeah, doesn't, yeah. Netflix doesn't really release that information, but this is according to an analytics firm. So I don't know how they did that, but uh, you can look up articles on that. But that's there are several headlines saying that it was way down. Well, I mean, there's a big part of me that I started watching season one, and I know that there's no Daredevil, there's no more Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and it's just it's hard to be like. It's hard to get invested when I keep thinking about like, oh well, that's it. Yeah, that sounds hard. Sounds really hard. <laughs> sounds really hard. Uh, well played. The yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree with the fact that it's hard to really are. emotionally really hard. <laughs> emotionally get invested in these characters and really give a shit because. Oh well, if this is going to be the last season, then like, why do I? Why should I invest my time in this when I could watch anything else on Netflix that they're just pumping seasons out left and right? Yeah. So Jordan, uh, Jordan, what are your final thoughts? I enjoyed it. I I really did. Um, uh, aside from some of the melodrama that we got based around Amy and her her stuff, and then. Uh, Aside from the stuff with the Doctor and Jigsaw, I did really enjoy the season. Like like we both said, it's not as good as season one, but it's still one of the better Netflix series. Yeah. Andrew? I, I also, I really liked it. I liked the clear arc in all of the characters from the first season and like how that would have going through all the shit that they went through in the first season would affect a normal person that's not the Punisher. Like, the first time you see Madani, she's drinking and she's got a much looser, you know, idea of the law. Uh, Curtis is trying his best <laughs> to move forward. And then Frank's like, hey, I'm going to go on a little road trip. I'm have a great little time. You're going to start banging some moms on the road. <laughs> yeah. Get some pancakes. Um, but, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I, I liked it. The, the awesome, good moments definitely outweighed a lot of the negative stuff for me. Um, fight scenes were amazing. The action sequences were great. Uh, there were moments where you got to see Frank Castle be the Punisher. And that's all I really wanted. I just wanted more. I don't know why Iron Fist couldn't have just done that. <laughs> no, I, but that's neither here nor the there. Punisher. Iron Fist is Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rob, what did you think? So I, I really enjoyed it. And once it, once it wrapped, uh, like once the credits rolled in the last episode, I was like, man, I really enjoyed that season. Uh, yeah. Like Andrew said, the good far outweighed the bad, in my opinion. I, I, you know, we always we always try to rank the Netflix seasons and where they go. It, this one, just by circumstance of everything else being really good for the most part, this falls in the middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah. But I I would I would absolutely recommend watching it. I would absolutely, especially if you even remotely enjoy the character of the Punisher, uh, it's definitely worth the watch to get deeper into him as a as a character hey, hey. going forward. But. I really just wanted more Punisher. Like, I hate that it took 11 episodes for the vest to come out. Like, I that bothered me. It just bothered me that that's where it was. Um, and I hate that we had to wait to the last 30 seconds of episode 13 to see him do be the Punisher. Like, I shit like that bothers the hell out of me because there's 
The only people holding the show back are the people that are creating it. Nobody else is telling them to do that. They decided to make it a babysitting season. And that's a would you would you say it felt like the first two seasons were an origin? Yeah, because because we season one ends on a very similar note to the way season two ends. And then we get a whole other like, oh yeah, this is Frank Cass. Like, why do we have to reintroduce the guy? Let let's most of most comic books are the are the the B arc to a character, right? Because like whenever you yeah. read uh, a like a, a collected issue, if it's uh, of a comic book run mm-hmm. in a graphic novel, it's always the middle of that story where you're getting to see the the meat of what happens with that person, right? You get you know the origin, and and most times we never get to the end of a character unless they try to do a huge overconnected storyline or whatever. But in this, we got another beginning to his story. Right. Rather than let's see him do some Punisher shit. Yeah. Let's pick up in the middle right. where this right. We didn't pick up, up the at the beginning. We again. picked up at the beginning again. Well that's what Daredevil did right. Daredevil Absolutely. Daredevil season one was his origin season. Daredevil season two yeah. he was fucking Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. Fucking season. And then Daredevil season three as good as it was, he wasn't Daredevil really, you know. He was the, the again back to the man in black, but he was he was beaten down so much yeah, no, I, that he needed to be rebuilt. Right, I know, but but season two, he was outright fucking daredevil yep. that entire fucking season. It was yeah. great. Yeah, no, I so agree. That's what they should have done with this. I yeah, I don't know why he wasn't wearing the jacket and the and the the vest. I don't know why. I did. There's no answer that's good enough for me. Like if we were to talk to the showrunner. And be like, why wasn't he just fucking punisher? Well, you see, he wanted to take Frank out of the environment. That he why? Was well, well, you see, that causes drama. No, it doesn't. Well, it's piss poor. But, it's piss well, poor storytelling. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's piss poor storytelling. And part of me thinks that their excuse for that would be something along the lines of, well, he's a wanted criminal and everyone thinks he's dead. And if he shows up in a vest with the skull on it, everyone's going to know who he is. But... He's still he's walking, the Punisher. He's still walking the streets, and he's still shooting people in the face. Absolutely, and th- that easily could be written away with five lines. Yep. Five lines said by Madani or someone right. could easily just say, "Oh yeah, well you know he rescinded this or whatever." Like it's just I don't yeah. know. Like, nobody, yeah, nobody in Michigan knows who he is because you know a fucking uh, a mass criminal as they portrayed him in season one would never that news would never reach the rest of the country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he like they wouldn't be talking about the Punisher however long it was between season 1 and season 2 on a 24-hour new cable news station every day. In Daredevil's yeah. in Daredevil season 2 he was a national story. Exactly. <laughs> and then in season in Dare and Punisher season 1 he would have been even more of a national story because he was already a national story that had then killed a cop or something like, you It would have been like developing. This is continuing. I don't know. <laughs> like, Maybe maybe the Hulk did something, <laughs> and that really took oh my the attention God, away. Oh my God! Incident two, incidenter. Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man had to return some videotapes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. That's how I'm going to write that off. Just one of the Avengers. <laughs> so did I did something that was kind of taking the attention away from Tony Frank. Stark. So, did something, <laughs> or someone this summer? This summer, Tony Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> or, or someone? I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was going to go unnoticed. <laughs> so, uh, essentially, we're going to get Jessica Jones season three. Yeah. And then the Thanos snap is probably going to happen. 
We don't know that. And then we just will it? Is it even the same universe yeah. anymore? And then, Has it ever but, been the same universe? But do then, they care? <laughs> but then they're gonna just wipe out the street level heroes for whatever reason, and that'll be it. And yeah. and then the MCU, they literally said going forward, they're not doing any more phases. They're gonna move to a cosmic level and a street level. <laughs> As they Good. canceled the four fucking street level characters that they spent two and a half years to three years building. Why would like, we now move more like to four the street years. level? It was more like four years. Why would honest. we move to the street level now? <laughs> well, maybe we're gonna get a Daredevil movie. We're gonna get an Agents of Shield movie. If if if, if they yeah. if they go the route of giving these characters standalone films and it's the same cast, I will be all for it. Absolutely. Give me totally. give me a two and a half hour Defenders film. Good God. And I'm fucking there. As long as Rock Hard. As long right. as John Bernthal is in there as the Punisher. Because there's no excuse for him not being involved. He's there too. <laughs> and Iron Fist has to be able to actually fight people. How many how the fucking Hell's Kitchen is like five blocks? <laughs> <laughs> Five uh. city blocks. How much? <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Well, I also want to see him fight a uh, kingpin again. That was fun. It was. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's throw Spider Man in there too. Hell yeah. Well, that's the thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I can I also just say I really liked that they referred to him as the Punisher more in this season. Hell yeah. Those little things make me happy. Yeah. yeah, it took it took the teenager that was with him six episodes to Google him. Yeah, well, it was, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like uh, it was like in Daredevil season three when the FBI agent started referring to Fisk as Kingpin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if for whatever reason we get another season of The Punisher, okay. I hope. That'll be the, that he'll be the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, wait, will it? <laughs> what if it's a road trip season? He starts off in Bangkok. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god damn it. Oh. But on the bright side, he kills everybody there. Oh. That's true. The streets of Bangkok, Bangkok are run red with blood today. <laughs> <laughs> As Tony Stark eats a sandwich in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Punisher pu- season Punisher season three international. Oh god. <laughs> he's there. Uh he 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 drives by a school bus and there's like Peter Parker on it and everything. <laughs> he's like, Wow guys, it's so great to be far from home. And then he looks into the camera. Oh, and the credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's far from home. Spoilers. <laughs> it's oh. a three minute film. <laughs> 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 the, the trailer was just like a sizzle reel. <laughs> oh, any any final thoughts? Oh. We're all. We're I really all liked it. I, I, I really liked I, it. There was cool fighting and violence. I just hope there is a season three, so we do get to see it. But it, I'm I'm certain there won't be. Let's let's get the let's get these guys into the MCU, shall we? Collective sigh from everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, get him in the MCU. There's no reason why he's not in the MCU. There's no reason why he's not in the MCU. If if the whole point of canceling the Netflix shows was to get them off Netflix in order to be on the big screen, I'm all right with it. No, but that's going to take two years. The agree. The agreement is two years. That's once, fine. Once we're, the shows are canceled, it's two years before those characters could be used again. 
we're filled up with the movie slates for right now. We can come back to them. Dude, even make a comic series just continuing their story. Yeah. I would be f- I just want to know what happens to these characters that I've spent years watching and caring. That would about. actually be interesting because DC does something similar with the uh with the video games. So Yeah. That'd be interesting yeah. to see if they do a comic series that's like Netflix universe defenders. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would. Yeah. I know DC does do stuff it. like that for like their CW done. shows. So it's entirely possible that Marvel could do something similar. Yeah. All right, let's take it to the bridge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so for Pop Cannon, this has been episode 10. I'm Jordan. I'm Robert. I'm Andrew. And I am Brian. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Interact with us. And uh, make sure you hit subscribe. Yeah, are you on? And you should have you stayed in your hole. <laughs> Russo! <laughs> you can stay in all our holes. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay in all our holes on the internet. <laughs> Internet's full of holes. Jump in ours. Let the internet... <laughs> One of these days we're going to figure out how to end an episode. Yeah, there's... Yeah, maybe. maybe. Put us put us in your ear holes. Mm. And let us stay there. <laughs> Marinate in your ear holes. We're we're moving in. <laughs> and <All right. laughs> bye. Bye. And much like Netflix's The Punisher, episode 10 is a wrap. Sad face. Well, guys, it was fun while it lasted, right? What's that old saying? It's better to have had the show and have it get canceled than to have never had it at all, right? That's the saying? How did you like season 2 of Netflix's The Punisher? As you can probably tell, we enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, we nitpicked a bit. But some of the issues are glaring, and they stay with you. But overall, awesome stuff. So what did you think? Did you enjoy the fight scenes? Did you think we didn't get enough quote-unquote Punisher? Let us know. We want to hear your thoughts on this season. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PopCannonPod. You can subscribe to us on YouTube by searching Podcast. Just don't forget the K, K. This podcast is also available from a litany of podcast platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, CastBox, Radio Public, Anchor, and YouTube. So subscribe, 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 because 2019 is chock full of fantastic films and TV shows, and we're desperately going to try to get to all of them. For you, when we can, because Andrew lives in California. <coughs> Speaking of, you can follow us individually, so help you God. I, Robert, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. Jordan can be found on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. Andrew is on Twitter at Flavored underscore Red and Instagram at Android Skeleton. And Brian can be found slowly seducing his therapist. They get romantically entangled after she breaks him out of the hospital. Sure, he's a known killer and a psychopath, 
but she just can't seem to stop thinking about him because women want to fix broken things. And Brian, <laughs> he's broken all right. But there's the rub. This therapist, see, she was broken once too. Fell out a window as a child. And she's got this tremendous scar on her back. And if you touch it just right mid-coitus, ooh, yeah, ooh, oh, yeah, mmm. Anyway, that's the episode. Follow us, listen to us, and subscribe, please. Thanks, guys.